Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, uh, Season 3, Episode 24. Um, it has been a kind of a rough week. Kind of a rough week. Looking at Some good news, some good news, but kind of a rough week, like overall, I would say. Looking at narrowly avoiding two sweeps. Yes. On the road. Um, They've lost nine games on the road in a row, currently. And they've been, I think it's progress, but it's also more frustrating because they've been, they've had the lead in like a number of these games and completely blown it. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit frustrating, but it's also signs of life. Also, like strangely, you know, I, they, they didn't have many leads for a long time and now they have leads and they're blowing them. So, um, yeah, there's an interesting mix of exciting offense and terrible pitching and pretty bad defense. You know, and pretty bad defense. Um, so lost, uh, got swept by the Nationals, which isn't a wah, ideal. Wah, wah. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty rough. Game one, not excellent. Um, eight to two, not real competitive for most of the game. Um, and I mean that was uh, like, was the was the whole series even that comp- the whole series wasn't even really that competitive, huh? There was that one game. The next game, the A's almost won. Um, might as well, might as well, well. The next two, I guess they almost won the next two, but of course they didn't. Lost three to two the next day. Um, this one was actually my highlight of the week in my head. It was the JJ Blade game. Yes, he made a really sweet diving catch in left field, and then a really dope home run later. Uh, Rooker also homered in that game for his nineteenth of the year. That was Blade's tenth. I don't know if it was this game or the next where Blade. Almost made another cool catch, but jammed his knee, and now he's probably done for the season with an ACL sprain. Yeah. So, oh, well. It's frustrating. Zach Geloff just ripped another RBI knock right in front of our faces. We're watching game three against the Cardinals live right now. Yeah, Ruiz doubled. Nick Allen got thrown out at home. Geloff doubled. Ruiz got, did not get thrown out at home. Ruiz is going to be, Ruiz is hard to throw out. Yeah. You know, when he's only got to get two bases, he's pretty good. Um, but yeah, we're winning what five nothing, and that's three hits today for Zach Geloff. I think. Yeah. Um. Wait, maybe two hits. Is that no? Is that three hits? Or did he walk? I feel like he's been on three times. Um, I don't know. I, you we're know, like track. We gotta we gotta get there when we get there. That's true. That's true. We got um nothing really of note on the pitching side. Luis Medina had like the, one of the most boneheaded moments of all time pitching. Yeah. In the he, second game. It was a ground ball to him, right? Oh, yeah. Ground ball to him. And he was, which like, you know, I can understand a little bit how it happens. You kind of get caught a little bit between going over there, like throwing it. But then it was pretty clear that he wasn't going to throw it to first and then just didn't run yeah. and then got beat to first. Well, the stupidest thing is he just wasn't even looking at the runner. Yeah. He just assumed yes. the runner was also dogging it. And which, the runner which, which saw he was him not. not look at him. It was yeah. like, well, I'm just going to sprint. So not great. Um, kind of representative of, you know, parts of the year, I would say just, uh, they don't have a whole lot of wiggle room to not be like locked in at every moment, trying hard on every play. Um, and that was just another one of those examples of, you know, didn't go, didn't go well. Despite the mental boo-boo, the the A's were in it until a walk-off home run by Ruiz, the catcher for the Nationals. So that sucked. And then the next day, the A's got out to a huge lead. 
Zach Geloff had a heck of a series. He had a four-hit game here, two home runs. Uh, his whole family was there. Yes. So that was pretty cool. It was very, very cool. He went to Virginia, right? I believe so. Um, so I get that makes sense, roughly in the area. Yeah, yeah and I, man, I was uh, the numbers. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it seems for all intents and purposes that Bladé is done for the year. The numbers don't look amazing, but I would. He looked. He did enough where I think he. I liked what I saw. I would say mostly, you know. Totally. He hit the ball really hard, and he has a pretty good eye. And uh, you know, I don't. I, it looks better than hitting two hundred three with can a six eighty six OPS. He can definitely know? play the game. Yeah. Um, in all facets. So there was this. I think this might have been the game he got hurt. That makes sense. Um, so honestly, I yeah. If we're if we're wrapping up JJ Bleday's season right here, I'm pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'm you excited. I, I love that he's played a bunch of center field. Yeah, and he's got power and he's got a good eye. So maybe in a more consistent lineup for a whole season, the overall numbers look a little bit better. You know, he sees some mm-hmm. better pitches, whatever. Um, but yeah, the bullpen. We gave up six runs in the bottom of the ninth. And what if I was to tell you that Kirby Sneed was part of it? Would that surprise you at all? <laughs> it would surprise nobody. Lawrence Butler debuted in this series against the Nationals. So that was awesome. He, he got did. his first couple of hits. Mm-hmm. And he looks started off a hitting streak. Too. He had a, he had hits, I think, in the second and third games of the of the uh, series. Mm-hmm. Which he continued into the current series that we are. I just I love that we seemingly have three or four center fielders all of a sudden. Yeah, they're just shifting them, shifting everybody around every game. It's like musical chairs out there. And a lot of dude, there a lot of them are looking comfortable out there. You know, mm-hmm. nobody looks super awkward, which Absolutely. is great. Butler's been out there already a bit. He played a bunch of center field to start. Or, I'm sorry, started the third game of the Nationals set as a center fielder, and then game one, maybe even two. I think he did start both of those games, yeah. I'm not sure about today. He's not playing today, no. Um, but he's been looking great. He had a mega home run against the Cardinals. Yeah, and I think he double. He had a couple. I think he had a couple doubles in the National Series, and then he homered yesterday. Homered yesterday. Um, and he's on. I know. Well, I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit later on. But he's on a four game hit. He's on a four game hit streak, nice. with with two doubles and a homer. Um, so I mean, he's is is he Zach Geloff? Of four for four with two homers, not quite yet, but he's on his way. Someone posted a, a comparison of him hitting his home run and Ellie De La Cruz hitting a home run, and mm-hmm. they both like super lean into it and stand back and watch it a little bit. Good shit. Very cool. Very cool. Um. So yeah, game one of the Cardinals. What is it? Seven five. Seven five. Um, Sears was actually okay. Walked four walks. Isn't great. Um. But other than that, I'm not really mad at it, you know. The um, mythical Estuary Ruiz home run happened. It did. It did. And it was like, it was pretty, it was a, he, it's crazy that he like barely ever hits home runs. Because when he hits them, it doesn't look super weird. No. You know, he looks like a normal guy hitting home runs. He can hit it hard. Yeah. It just doesn't happen all the time. Um. And Seth Brown, Seth Brown has come to life a little bit. Um. I think one of those examples where. Some of the bad parts were so bad that he's that the overall numbers are going to be a little bit skewed for the year. But Seth Brown is looking like himself over the past maybe at least week, maybe week plus. You know, mm-hmm. um, he was two for five, knocked in two runs, um, and I love Seth Brown. He's I want going, Seth Brown to play well. He's going with the pitch, he's going opposite field every once in a while, which which had been a hole in his game mm-hmm. a little bit. He's a little pull heavy. So, and this is kind of. 
this is definitely the year to be working on that kind of stuff. You know, like if you want to focus on hitting it the other way, go for it. You know, sounds yeah. good. Try and hit it the other way every time. Um, and then, oh, there was an outfield assist from Butler, and uh, that's right. I'm pretty sure, they were talking about how the last person to do it was. Ramon, yeah. and before that was Cespedes, yeah. a rookie to throw out. Somebody in their first, I don't know what it was. Um, Something about that. Some outfield assist for rookies. It was, uh, but he's, I mean, there. a lot of what we've read about this guy coming up is that he, you know, if he's not a fully, if not quite a fully polished five-tool guy, he's flashed all of them. He can do all of them. Um, There's a lot of that going on all of a sudden. It's a very exciting time. It is indeed. Um, not wins and losses wise. No. Per se. I mean, there's obviously a lot to be unexcited about, but yeah. you know, you can just choose to pretend that doesn't happen. Yes, absolutely. Doesn't it, None of that. John Fisher doesn't exist. <laughs> it's true. Who? Um, and then yesterday, the, yesterday, the main of the main Lawrence Butler event, this was the day of the Homer. Um, that was kind of it too, but it was well, and to, worth the, the Tony price of admission. The Tony, the Tony can't play. It was all right. Happened, Tony can't which play. Was, which was awesome. Um, but um, Esri Ruiz is looking kind of okay. Um, you know, he's looking looking a little bit maybe more engaged. I don't know than he was maybe the first couple games. I don't know. He just I he's still he, stealing bags. It's true. And I mean, at least in the last couple games, he's doing stuff on base. He's getting hits, extra base hits. He's, got, um, he's up to twenty doubles on the season. That's not bad. That's and I mean, he's definitely he's gonna steal. I don't know, maybe 60 bags, maybe more. Easy. I think 60 um, is easy. Spencer Watkins wasn't electric. He was not electric, and he he wasn't good, but he, was, <laughs> he wasn't terrible. He was There okay. were moments where I was like, ah, he can pitch. He can clearly throw the ball over the plate most of the time. There's yeah, some, some, I mean, some, he threw 90 pitches. There's something there. Like he, something. he gave up two homers. That's most of the damage. I, other than the two homers, he was okay. He walked two and he struck out four. Not the best ratio. But um, we've seen worse. But yeah, I mean, I think... Our standards are just so low. Like, yeah. part of me was like, hmm, maybe there's something to this no, guy. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like, we are we are jaded. I mean, it's a bad start. He was bad. He um, was, it was bad. But, yeah, I mean, Pruitt, Austin Pruitt, Corey mentioned before we started recording, Austin Pruitt is third on the team with a 1.3 war. Um that may be all you really need to know about the A's this year. And Ryan Notice hurt. So. <laughs> and Ryan Notice. And he's still number two. JP Sears, number one. 2.3. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I just don't ever want people to think that we're like not being realistic about, we're talking about everything that we say is in context. Of course. You know, like we, we know that they're not good, but we are looking this for silver our, linings. They may not be good, but this is our baseball world. And the, and I mean, I no caveat at all. The Butler Homer was sick, you it's know, super sick. And it isn't like, and like I said, I mean, it's the continuation of a trend that I've enjoyed watching with him. He hits the ball pretty hard. If, if we could trade, let's say five pitchers for five different pitchers in different organizations i could see this team being okay yeah like suddenly with this lineup of young guys and a different pitching staff like think they could be playing close to 500 yeah i mean um, i think if they keep if they keep some of the dudes together that have gelled a little bit which right. i think that it just they will do just because they're you know like super young guys um and yeah get i i don't think 
this core with better pitching loses a hundred games next year. No, maybe you know, not. like like maybe in the nineties, maybe you know. Um, but they could even be good. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But I think there's definitely there has been there's been some progress made. I just really don't see the pitching help in sight. That's my that's the yeah, issue. which is which is tough because they, you know, that's a hard assignment a little bit because what do you oh what do you <laughs> sorry I Jordan Walker just whiffed on a ball that he Clanked definitely should have should have caught. I'm not that's probably gonna be an error, right? I would think so. Um, but yeah, there is there's there's hope. I think for at least the offense mm-hmm. and, and for a fun product offensively. And we have, we have MacGyvered pitching before, you know, maybe not to the level that we would need to do it right now to be good, but we've, you know, yeah. Think about 2018 though. Yeah. That was the ultimate MacGyver job. Yeah. Um, so who are some old veterans, old veteran A's we could bring back Tommy Malone. He's out there. I and Tommy Malone would be way better than some of the dudes that we're throwing out there right now, you know. Um, I wish Brett Anderson would come back. I we may be that may actually be something that may be something to try Trevor and do Cahill. next week. Trevor Cahill like flamed out in a he, he did. beautiful. Remember fashion. he was remember he was like amazing. He was like out of really nowhere for, as a reliever. For and the then Pirates. he was not good. Didn't he go to the All Star game? Maybe, um, but I think maybe. That's something to think about for next week. We'll see if we can get together yeah. like a starting five. Get of, the band back together. Yeah, get get the band back. Guys who are not pitching right now. <laughs> What's Edwin but... Jackson doing? <laughs> Scott Casmir. Um. Anyway, okay. Moment of the week transitions nicely. My moment of the week was Lawrence Butler Homer. It was a mo- one of the more exciting. I mean, obviously, aside from Zach Geloff, everything that Zach Geloff is doing, it was one of the most exciting moments of the year. It's hard not to just talk. To, to dedicate the entire show to Zach Geloff every week at this rate. But yeah. yes, Zach, uh, I mean, Butler is more than deserving of the moment of the week. It was his debut week. It was. And he, and, and also, like I I mean, I'm belaboring the point a little bit too much. He homered, but he's had a good week. You know I mean? He he's, homered. He's, he's had, he a, he's had a good, the only thing is he, he hasn't walked. Not hasn't once, walked. which is a little, I, you know, that concerns me, but also with young guys, it's, you know, you're, you're excited. You're Not trying to make something yet. happen. He has flashed some defense and I like that. Yes. As well as just general hustle. Yeah. Um, Blade. The Blade catch and homer was my moment of the week. I said that already. And sadly, he got injured. So another sad part to that moment. But it was a, it was sick. It was very sick. And maybe the only highlight of the weekend when our good bud Tanner was in town and we were watching the games together. Like, maybe the only thing we had to cheer about. I think Tony Kemp may have done something cool at some point. Like, like usual. Yes. Um, love you, Tanner. I was out of town, didn't get to see him, but I'll catch him next time. Love you, Tanner. Um, anyway, first up with Butler in the lineup, it looks pretty good. It's not complete yet, but it's definitely rounding into shape. You know, they have a couple guys who have spots locked up. I think, including Butler. Now, I would say, you know, I've seen enough from him, especially if he can stay healthy the rest of the year. Where uh, I like it. You know. I've, I've been pleasantly surprised with the amount of playing time that uh, Geloff, Soderstrom, and others have seen, which is good. Um, still could use a little bit less Aledmus Diaz maybe in the lineup as yeah, he I mean, I strikes think out looking right in front of our faces. At least it's not Jace Peterson anymore, man. You know. Yeah, 
But like looking at the lineup today, and Jordan Diaz too. Lineup today doesn't even include some people that we would very much love to see. But it has Ruiz in center, Geloff at second, Carlos Perez at DH. Okay, so like we could maybe do without Perez at the DH spot. But he has had a decent year in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, Rooker in right. Okay. Aled Miss Diaz in left. Get him out of here. Jordan Diaz <laughs> at third. Cool. Jonah Bride, kind of forget about him sometimes, but I'm excited to watch him play at first. Langlier's catching. We're obviously stoked on his future, although it's taking a little bit longer to get going than we wanted. And Nick Allen, same story. So I like the lineup, uh, aside from Perez and Diaz today. Yeah. But let's say we just throw in Butler at DH. Tony Kempin. Or you can, even, or you can even DH. Uh, you can even DH Rooker. Or you know? DH Rooker. We have Kemp. We got Brown. We got, uh, there's another name, Butler, at least, and Blade if he's not injured. So yeah. those are all players I would love to see in the lineup. Yeah, over I agree. Diaz and Perez right now. And if they were in there, I like the lineup. Like, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's 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 young enough. They're all still young enough where if they're struggling, I still feel optimistic about it because they're young. You know, they, they might had, figure it out. They played the youngest lineup in the bigs. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. Which is encouraging in some ways. It's like if you're gonna be bad, at least have a good excuse. Oh, they're the youngest. Um But yeah, I mean I think I think it's the conversation starts and ends with Galoff. It right does now, obviously. I mean everybody knows that. But he I mean he's three for three today with a double. In in one month he has caught up to Brent Rooker in war. They're both at one point one. Good for fifth on the team. And he's just a machine, yeah. He's already up to Eight home runs. He got his seventh stolen base today. And another one. And he has two stolen bases today? Yeah, so he's got eight. He's got eight stolen bases, eight home runs, eight walks, nine double. No, no he doubled again? Did he yeah, get a double so ten for that? doubles. Yeah, they gave him a double. Oh, my God. He's, he's first in baseball as of right now, as of recording, Wednesday, August 16th at 5.03 p.m. Um, he's first... In doubles, he's first in extra base hits in the majors in August overall. He's got a, a one six two OPS plus. <laughs> he is, uh, I don't know, and it's we're starting to wander into the territory of not that small of a sample size for like the takeaways that we're taking away from it. Like I don't know if he's gonna, I don't know if he's gonna be like the three seventeen Babbitt may suffer at some point. Yeah. But he hits the ball hard, you know, and he's got a good eye. You know, he picks good pitches to swing at. And when he swings at him, he hits him hard, which is kind of that's what you that's baseball. He's striking. That's hitting at least 29 percent of the time. So that's a bit high. But it's also not 35. Not outrageous. You know, Um, so and I I think they're all I mean, they're young. I think Butler's maybe in the 30s. I think the Butler may be 31, 32 percent, even as, as hard as he was crushing it in the minors. You know, and I think also that's just modern baseball a little bit. There's going to, there's, there's some, if you have some swing and miss in your game, as long as, you know, like, like 40 is unplayable. But, you know, I mean, if, even if you're in the low mid 30s and you're producing, then I don't really care how you make your outs, you know? Um, I agree more. So I think we have. We have genuine reason to be excited now. I think we've been talking ourselves up for a little while. This year, I think there were periods of the this year where we were scraping the bottom of the barrel a little yeah, bit. Yeah, about the first three months at least. But now, we're it's cool. 
you know, we may have more exciting young guys to watch now. We have a we have the worst record in the league, but we may have a, more exciting young guys to watch than some teams with better records than us that are still bad. Yeah, there's, we're starting to get a little bit of like the Reds young team vibe going on. There, my as we said prior, I think to recording the pitching is well, and you mentioned it earlier. There's there doesn't. We don't have a lot of like high power arms that we're just waiting on, you know. Like I don't know, I don't know why we haven't. I don't know where our pitchers are. Me neither. You know, like I think we're planning to grow them on a tree somewhere. I, you know, I mean, but as we have, we have found pitching before, and I don't. I think we might. I think we could probably do it again. Who are they pinch hitting? Brown. Is that? Couldn't tell you. Brownie boy. Oh, Jonah Bride. Oh. So Jonah Bride, Jonah Bride 0 for 2? Oh, shit. Hmm. We're about to get a run. <laughs> Got the game day ahead of the game. <laughs> What's he going to do? Um, Seth Brown. We're about to see something cool from Seth Brown. Oh. Sack uh, fly. Sack fly. That'll so work. cool. And, yeah. <laughs> we got a little distracted by the live game just now. Um... Speaking of the pitching staff, though, we are clearly trying a lot of pitchers out. Yeah. Uh, we've, I don't even know how many we've seen this year. If we counted, I would have to imagine it's close to 40. I would. I I honestly shudder to think a little bit, but um, I think as of right now, we know Sears is workable at least. Maybe good, you know? Maybe good. Um, if we hold on to Paul Blackburn, maybe 33 different pitchers. Wow, dude. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of pitchers. Um, but, and Blackburn, I mean, Blackburn's dealing right now and Blackburn's been fine. Blackburn's having one of those years, which is a pretty classic, a starter year over the last decade. If the offense is good to really good. Then he's gonna win like 15, 16 games. You know, I mean, he, 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 he. It's like I won. I, Paul Blackburn and I. I mean, I've looked at it before, and I wonder if this year is would fall into it too. He he almost does the exact same thing every year. Like if he's healthy, he does like the exact same thing. His ERA plus is like hundred and eight. You know, he's like, he's 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 fine, and he's been and he's fine more, with more like eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I was worried. He's looking like a 108 today. So I'm giving him an extra, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but we do have some newbies that so have, we have new, we have new guys. Angel Felipe uh, seems to have quickly grown in favor with uh, Mark Kotze. He used him a handful of times. He's been effective. He looks okay. He's, let's see, he's got 19 strikeouts to 13 walks over 15 innings. Uh, 1.26 whip, though, so he's not giving up many hits. Uh, that's over 14 games. 420 ERA. Whoa. Um, I think he had he had a couple bad games that yeah, inflated it a little bit. But he looks okay. He looks funky. And funky's not a bad thing when you're a relief pitcher. And we're kind of at the point, we're trying to fill, like, a lot of bullpen roles. Yeah. You know? So, like, we don't need him to be our closer necessarily you know we just like can you like get guys out at like a fairly consistent rate you know his era plus with the a's they're not 
showing it to me. All right. Well, he's in like some weird minor league limbo. Uh, Taylor Scott, another man we have. How did we get this guy? Did we trade for him? I believe so. Taylor Scott. Taylor Scott. Taylor Scott. Selected off waivers from the Red Sox. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Taylor Scott, he of the 6.19 ERA with the A's so far. That's through seven games. An ERA plus of 99. All right. So average. He throws pretty hard. Right? Like, I feel like he's like 90, 95, 96. Really don't know. I, he's really blended into the background for me. I'm glad that they're trying things, though. You know? Like, what the worst thing that they could do this year is just rest on their laurels and keep trying to throw the same guys out there that they have been. And they're definitely not trying to do that. I mean, they picked up Spencer Watkins quick and threw him right into a game. Straight into the fire. You know? Like, I think he was, like, not in the organization on Saturday, and he was starting yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's, you know, I I wish they were maybe finding a way to get higher ceiling guys for these roles. But, you know, I mean, who knows? They may strike goal with one of them. Taylor Scott throws 94.5 on average fastball. Okay. That'll work. We also got this guy named Francisco Perez. He's pitched for the Guardians, the Nationals, and now the A's. In his entire big league time, 16 games. But in his two with the A's so far, in his two innings pitched. He's given up three hits, one run, one walk, three strikeouts. 106 ERA+. plus. Amazing. Obviously, minuscule sample size, but... Could have been worse. Our best reliever, numbers-wise. Debatably our best reliever in the past couple weeks. Um, so those are new arms. And I don't... Do I expect that's to what, that's any what, of them around next year? Not necessarily. Maybe on Hel Felipe. Who knows? You never know. It is four guys that have not pitched for our organization before, though. So that's a good sign. Let's keep know? looking at them. Um, we got nothing to lose. All righty, let's see here. I got a random look back for you here. All right. Let me give you that. I'm thinking, let me do a guess with no context. Okay. Hmm. Adam Mel Hughes. Damn, no, that's a good guess, though. Man, I missed that guy. Okay, this one might be kind of a tough one. Just don't look at the top. Just don't look at the top. Mets in 99 for three games. 2000 with the A's to 2003. Played every day in 0102. I am. I, I, do you need a hint? I is bl- it Terrence Long? It is Terrence Long. T Long? I was going to say, play left field, but I don't, I don't know if that would have been too. I'll never forget back in the day of checking out. Like baseball stats in the newspaper every mm-hmm. morning or whatever. Absolutely. He got off to a hot start one year. So he was like league leader in home runs with five in the AL. Never yeah. forget it. Yeah. That's what I think of every time I think of T-Long. Yeah. That and the chant, the crowd chanting, T-Long. He was, he was uh, man, not a whole lot of pop at all. Still you know? 18, what, 18 one year? Yeah. Yeah. But I just mean, you know, like the OPS. He... He was one of those guys. First full year in o- first full year in Oakland was his best year by quite a bit. Yeah, and 
played like every day and just was i feel like a fan favorite yeah he was he was uh he was he was okay he was you know he was what was his ops plus uh for his career that and with the a's uh ops plus for his career 90 and with the a's 91 Hmm. so um you know, one of those guys. I think we may remember him as a little bit more elite than he was. He was glove first. That's what they say about those guys. Um, yes. Whether it's we'll go, true or we'll not. go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. But we do love T Long, and I was I was gonna do somebody else from that team, but I figured that would have been too easy. But now I'm gonna keep that one in my pocket. Actually, we'll bring it up later. And we'll find out if it is too easy. That was a great. That was a good one. I. I for some reason the Mets locked it in for me. But I wasn't really. I didn't really know he was a rookie with the Mets. Coolest thing to happen in the MLB uh, for me is probably Tony Kemp's super sweet diving or sliding catch into foul territory and throw into third base for the double play against the Cardinals yesterday. Pretty um, sick play. It was amazing. It was amazing. He's Tony never lacks for effort at all, and uh, especially in a rough year, that is. Uh, that's it's nice. He's displaying leadership, you know, and this team needs it big time because they have had some tough patches that they've needed to navigate. And Tony Kemp has been the man to do it. Yeah. Um, mine is the Yankees completely melting down against the Marlins. Clay Holmes gave up like five runs and they got walked off on. And the watching the demise of the Yankees has been kind of entertaining at this point. Yeah, It's honestly. kind of satisfying. Like they're just they're not their record isn't even that bad and they're ever like half the people that root for them are about to jump off the building. They're freaking the f yeah. Um and yeah, I mean they do look. To be fair, injuries have injuries have absolutely decimated that team. You know, like they're people think about Judge and obviously like for sure Aaron Judge missed a lot of time and that sucks because Aaron Judge is like the best hitter up there. He might be a better hitter than Shohei, right? He just doesn't pitch. Yeah, he's also injured more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just mean in terms of like. Probably. He's probably the best hitter in the league. I mean, he's been injured so much, I feel like the title's been taken away from him. I guess that's true. When he's when he's healthy, he's the best hitter in the league. Yeah. Um, but their whole they, it feels like their entire they they probably have like a whole starting staff's worth of dudes that are just hurt that are like pretty good. And Severino's just been terrible, you know? Like I just anyway. It's John it's just Carlo, a bad year for the it's John just a bad Carlo year. Might be toast. Yeah, like I mean that, really I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this I think at work yesterday. All the trouble. That's when all the trouble started. Yeah. I mean, they have hamstrung themselves with that Stanton contract for, like, gotta be no value. Pretty much. You know, like, I'm at, let, let me see. Let me see here. I mean, at this point, you might as well have kept Aaron Hicks instead. Yeah. I mean, he, at least there's, at least there's defensive value there. You know, I mean, that, that play where he got thrown out at home, like, trying to score from second and just, like, wasn't even running. It's just like, what are we even doing here? You know, yeah. kind of like when Luis Medina didn't run to first. It is, except Luis Medina is not getting paid like a bajillion dollars. You know, um, it's kind of satisfying watching just the the Mets and the Padres struggle so much too. The Padres are like the least clutch team in MLB history, practically. I was just reading an article about it. They, they just are terrible. They haven't won a single extra inning game. They're zero and ten. Uh, and in one-run games, they're terrible. Yankees are paying Stanton $32 million this year. What's his war? 0.1. Oh, 
Zero point one. And that's, I mean, BRF is confusing sometimes. Yeah. You know, um, because it may be worse than that. Because you know, on like the on his like war, where it, oh. tells, where it tells you at the top it's zero point one, yeah. but then down in the little table, it says his offensive war is zero point two and his defensive war is negative zero point seven. So I think he's, it sounds worse. I think he's in the negatives. <laughs> I think he's, and I mean honestly, looking at it, I would be surprised if he was in the positive. I mean he's, I don't know, I don't know, man. They're just Does they, he have it's a rough. positive OPS plus. Ninety nine. Wow. First time in his career, he's been under 100. He's had a couple of hot streaks. I know That's that. true. That's true. And he's he still is a very strong guy. You know, sure. like when he gets a hold of a home run, he'd still you well, still know about it. He's got like, what, 16 home runs, I'm guessing? 18. And he's four away from 400, actually. He's got 396 on his career. That's insane. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I think he's probably got at least three years left on that deal, if not more. Um, so he, he might be able to get to 500, you know? That'd he had. Cool. He had 31 last year. He had 35 the year before that. So if somebody wants, you know, maybe he can do the Nelson. Not Nelson Cruz actually. Nelson Cruz never had a 211 year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Nelson Cruz never sucked that yeah. until this year. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But um, all right. Yeah. So the Yankees. The Yankees just falling apart. Because you know, I mean, it's uh, it's a nice wake up call for some of those people. I think it's not the end of the world, man. They, you know, they don't. You know, <laughs> Your team isn't moving away. Yeah. Seriously, and, it could be way worse. And setting historic lows. Yes. If you heard me laughing like five minutes ago, it was because Lars Newtbar fouled a ball directly into his genitals. <laughs> and it didn't. It was not a grazing blow. It wasn't blow. a good one either. It wasn't a grazing blow. He's okay. Blow. But, uh, yeah, it looked like it got him. Still, re- still wincing. Yeah. <laughs> still walking gingerly. All right. So, fantasy face-off. He smoked me. I did pretty good. I went with Joey Manessis and Chase Silseth. Chase Silseth is uh, striking a lot of people out, folks. They that was me... one start, right? Yeah, 28.4 and 30.2, respectively. 58.6. And I went with Wilbur Flores and Tuki Toussaint. And they got me 29.7. I thought Tuki Toussaint was maybe not your best call of all time. Well, I mean, he had been, he'd been striking, he struck nine dudes out. Yeah, but he only got 15 points in that game. That's true. That's true. I was I'm, I was hoping he was maybe putting it together. But it's a, the bold move could have paid off. Um, um, this week, I'll take Jose Quintana, who's kind of hot right now, and Jordan Walker. And I am going with Lance Lynn, whose overall numbers are bad, but he's been good for the Dodgers, and William Contreras, who has yeah, been crushing it. Um. Corey's up 2-1. I won the first week. He's won the last two. And so we will see how it goes. We'll see how next week goes. But I think that's a pretty good matchup. I like that. And I think that's all we have for you today. Yeah, that was... uh, We need to look ahead. Yeah, I mean, mean, this is game three of the Cardinal series. We're up 6-0 right now. Top six. So we're probably going to lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Um, Off day tomorrow. Sad. Then home for a three-game set versus the Orioles and a three-game set versus the Royals. So the Orioles, I believe, haven't been swept in like 70 series or something crazy like that. Time for us to do it. It's time for the A's to sweep them. And then we can definitely win a series against the Royals, too. So we can come back into next week being 4-2, and two, like no problem. You know? Yeah. 400 win percentage, here we come. Um, Maybe th- 300 win percentage, 300, here we 300 come. 300 win percentage. Um. Alrighty. Well, good stuff. 
Um, and we will talk to you in a week. And in the meantime, go A's. Go A's. Sell the team. Sell the team. Thank you.